0: Work through the growing pains and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome back to the podcast. We are here with episode fifty-two. My guest today is Jenny Suenson of the Savvy Podcast Agency. In addition to managing podcasts, Jenny also hosts the Savvy Social Hour podcast, which strives to help passionate women uplevel their businesses and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. Last week on episode 51, we learned all about how to maximize our visibility in Facebook groups while minimizing the amount of time it takes. And today with Jenny, we're going to learn how to do the same with social media that we post on our own channels. Jenny is going to help us make a greater impact with our content and I for one can't wait to get started. So let's go ask Jenny how she stays productive on social media. Hey Jenny, thank you so much for being here. It's great to talk to you today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Absolutely. So can you tell
1: us a little bit
0: about yourself and your business?
1: Yeah. So my name's Jenny. I am the owner of Confetti Social, which is a social media marketing agency with kind of like also a VA component, which contains pretty much <laughs> <laughs> everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've been in business for about three years now. Um, I came from the corporate world. I hated it. The only reason I ended up quitting my job is because there was like I had kind of a way out because a lot of the people at my current company had started leaving and I was like, well, I'm going to leverage this and go part-time. And then that's what I did. And I built my business on the side and because I knew they needed me. I was like, well, right. another person leaves, leave. So I was like, <laughs> can I go part-time? And they're like, well, sure. I'm like, okay. So I went part-time for a few months and then was able to build my business up enough to where I could actually leave that job. So. That was really cool. And then, yeah, so now I've been doing this for about three years now, three years and some now.
0: That's great. That's awesome. So let's get right into our topic today because last week we talked to Jenna Arsofsky about creating um, streamlined workflows for consistent engagement in Facebook groups. And so I'm really glad that you are the follow-up to that conversation last week. And now we're talking about the other side of the coin, which is consistency on our own social media platforms. So I guess my first question is, what do you see as some of the biggest limitations or stumbling blocks for virtual support pros when they're being inconsistent? In their social media,
1: I think usually it's because they get so wrapped up in their client work, like yes. <laughs> they're like so engrossed in their clients' businesses that they forget about their own, especially so- the social media component. Like you obviously can't forget like to pay your bills or to do your accounting and things like that, because that's just you know a necessary thing. But you can forget to do your social media because it's not like as important as the other aspects. Of course, it's really important, but it's not like um, yeah something you have to do every single day, you know? So people kind of let that slip through the cracks. I mean, I've done it myself. Like beginning of the year, I finally started posting on Instagram again, but I hadn't posted since October of 2018. So it had been a while and I had gotten so busy with my clients and I was like, I don't want to ever do this again because it's just ridiculous for me to ghost on social media because then, you know, in the future when I'm ready to get back to it, it's like, you know, it's harder to get back into the room of things and then you have to rebuild your visibility all over again.
0: Yeah. And it's so much easier to keep the ball rolling with your visibility when you're already doing something than to let it lag and have to stop and start all over again. Like that is just the absolute worst because, you know, so many new people come into the online space all the time that people really value when they see consistency in an online business owner. And so if we're inconsistent in our own businesses, then sometimes that kind of like feels to our clients like it's telling about how we'll be with their businesses as well. So I think that, you know, it's it's really important that we do that. But of course, the biggest limitation is the time, like you said, because we are naturally really, really good at supporting other people. But that means we often take a back seat for what we should be doing in our own businesses. So let's talk about how we can be consistent in our social media and on our social media channels while still limiting the amount of time it takes to do that?
1: Yeah. So I think one of my biggest things is batching the content. So what batching is, um, I'm sure a lot of you guys know, but you basically just kind of do one task at a time in like for a certain amount of hours. So maybe mm-hmm. like two or three hours once a month or something or two or three hours every other week or whatever you want to do. You can kind of pick your own schedule, but that's my biggest tip. And that's what I do. I usually spend about maybe four hours one day a month curating all of my Instagram content because my Facebook content is kind of already looped with SmarterQ, which is a social media scheduler, which we can talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I spend the most time doing. Just like getting my Instagram content ready. Cause that is not something that is like know as automated like i can put it in the scheduler but i actually have to come up with the content um every single month so that's my biggest tip is kind of batching the work and then putting it in a scheduler and scheduling it like um, at least a month in advance you know if you can only do a week in advance that's good too but as far in advance as you can so that you don't have to worry about it. Obviously, this means you're going to have to go back and engage and you're not just going to like throw the content out there and then not come back. But this helps you actually be consistent with the posting. Then your only concern is, you know, getting on the stories and engaging uh, in terms of Instagram. Same with the other channels. Like once you have it scheduled and ready to go, then you just come back and engage, respond to comments, you know, follow new people, things like that. And you're still able to do that social element of things, but you're not just like trying to post content on the fly.
0: I love that because the really important part about that is the actual engagement and actually being social on the social media channels, right? We want to create that sense of community within the people that we're connecting with. And so being able to batch it so that we're really worrying about the thing that's the most important, which is actually engaging once people, you know, see the content and start answering questions or doing whatever the call to action we've asked them to do is, that's the important part. So being able to leave more space and time and room for that is so great.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. And it just like, then you only have to focus on your client work and then showing up on your profiles versus like, Oh, I have to do client work showing up on my profiles and thinking of new content every single day. Like that's yeah. just hard. And you're not going to do that. Let's be yeah. like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. We're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about SmarterQ because I love SmarterQ. I used to use it when I had my Frugal Fit Girl blog and I've used it for clients too as well. And it just makes things so much easier. So let's talk about how you use that specifically on Facebook. And then we can talk a little bit about the scheduler that you use on Instagram as well.
1: Yeah. So for SmarterQ, I use that with Facebook and Twitter. Even though Twitter is kind of dead. I still have content going over there (laughs) just in case. No, I'm not any energy into it, but you know, it doesn't hurt to schedule it over there. I don't have to put any extra thought into it. So I basically do that. I probably add new content once a month from other people. And then from myself, I kind of update it as I have new posts going out. So I'll just like kind of go in there and take some time to schedule. It only takes like a couple minutes since it's only one post at a time for my own content mm-hmm. and it loops the content. So it's really amazing because most of us should have evergreen content for the most part. So it just takes that extra step off your plate so you're not having to go oh i should probably reschedule this for you know three months down the line so i can't right. you know have people see it again but smart queue automatically does that for you so you put it in this queue and once it's in there it'll be in kind of like a virtual queue so like say it's number 50. so once it gets to number 50 it'll auto post again so that you're constantly sharing new content even though it's not actually new content you're constantly putting your content out there without having to think twice and i just recommend kind of going in there maybe once every quarter maybe once a month and adding new fresh content from other people so it's not just your own content and it doesn't get like kind of stale because you're sharing the same stuff over and over and over again and then kind of going in as you create new content for yourself personally and putting that in there on, um, you know, when you're doing that because it should only take like a minute or two to get that new content circulating.
0: That's great. That's great. And I love that with SmarterQ, like you can define like the rules for it. So let's say that there's one piece of content, like for example, my podcast stuff, if I wanted to post, you know, about the podcast every Thursday, I could have a queue specifically for like, this is the Thursday post, right? So it just makes mm-hmm. that so much easier.
1: Yeah, it's very customizable. And like you said, you can do that, or you can post things that are like not evergreen. And like if it's only like a seasonal post, you can literally specify like stop posting after this date or X amount of times or whatever, so that you're not posting content that isn't relevant to the season. If that is what you're sharing with people instead of evergreen content.
0: Awesome. And while we're on, while we're talking about content, content, (laughs) a lot of what I hear also is like, I don't even know what to post. Like, you know, what should I be posting? So what kind of content do you find resonates really well with your audience? And what, like, how do you decide what content you are creating, be it for a Facebook page or for your Instagram?
1: So I like to kind of set content buckets. Mm -hmm. So basically like pulling from maybe three to five topics that I'm very knowledgeable. So it's not consistently like the same thing every single day, but it's still stuff that it's gonna share my expertise, but also have a variety. So it's not just like same, same, same. And I like to just kind of rotate those out. And I think the content that performs best is content that is informational, but it also has like a call to action at the end. So I like to ask people questions at the end so what even no matter what I'm saying even if it's just like kind of a fun post I will literally say like for example if it's about like do you have a dog or something like if I'm right. them, uh, you know, I'll just add that in there and people are more likely to respond and engage with it versus if you're just sharing some information and you don't have like a call to action in there I think that's really key for getting people to engage because they're not going to just leave a comment unless you really direct them to for the most part. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we always want to be telling them to, to be doing something and it doesn't always have to be like, go buy my thing or go book a call with me. Right. It can be as easy as like comment below and tell me what kind of dog you have. You know, it can be something, but you always want to be creating engagement. And I love that you said content buckets. Cause that's exactly what I do too, in terms of like, it doesn't always have to be salesy or promotional, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. You also want to have posts that are just like behind the scenes things in your business or, you know, tips on tools that you're using and loving. And I like to do a lot of posts. Like right now, for example, we are redecorating the girls' bedroom. So I've been doing a lot more posts and Instagram stories, especially a lot more posts on like what's happening with that because people really want to know that like you are a human being and like you have a life and they want to get to feel like they're getting to know you, you know, so that when they're ready to hire you, like they are looking to hire somebody that they want to hang out with, that they would want to connect with because they're going to be working with you. So yeah, I love that you mentioned the content bucket thing. I think that that's really key in in making it easy too.
1: Totally, totally. And yeah, like you said, the personal content is really key because People want to connect with people, not like robots, and they want to make sure that you are going to be someone that they actually jive with if you start working together. Um, They want to be like more of a friend and like, you know, in that way, it's so much easier to get clients that way too, because they see you as a person, not just like someone who's constantly pushing for the sale.
0: Yeah. Love that. So let's talk about what you love and what you use on Instagram to post. What schedule do you use for that?
1: Yeah. So I love Planoly personally. I think it's just the most visually appealing. I've tried other platforms like Later and Later's Good Um, and other ones are really good too, but I just kind of gravitated towards Planoly. I really like how you can store your hashtags in there so you don't have to like Go oh, find new hashtags all the time. You can just literally go in there and you're like, okay, cool. you are all my hashtag sets. You can plan out your feed, which is nice because you know you want to have a pretty cohesive feed. Schedule and it auto posts for you if you have a business profile, which is amazing. Like yeah, you know, once <laughs> posting, if it doesn't post for you, like honestly, I don't know how I ever lived without that feature, especially <laughs> with Instagram clients of my own, because I was constantly having like sign into different panelists so that I could post for this one client and then I have to sign into another one and then sign into my own so I could post for myself. And now that I auto post this, I don't have to worry about that. Unfortunately, stories don't auto post yet, which is kind of a bummer, but hopefully that'll be something that comes in the future.
0: Yeah, that's great. I use plan only too, and I absolutely love it. And the visual nature of it, when I started first started with Instagram, I was using the plan app uh, and it's P-L-A-N-N app. Um, but, and I really liked that one too, but the downside was that they didn't have a desktop version. So everything, I
1: now, but yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I, it too. <laughs> yeah, I loved it, but just having the desktop version was made the huge difference for me and they do now, but I left before they got it plan only is just so pretty. And I like, I really like pretty interfaces. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm really into that. So it's like, it's definitely a selling point for me. And then it's very easy to use too. It's very intuitive. Even like my clients, like they'll look at it and they'll be able to figure out how to use it if they need to. So it's nice to have that. So it's not like extremely complicated that only the social media manager can use it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So any suggestions on how often um, we should be posting if we want to stay consistent and get visible?
1: Yeah. So for me, I only post three times a week on Instagram on my feed stories. I try to be a little more consistent. I try to come every day. That's not always the case, but I try. You don't need to post like every single day on your feed if you don't feel like it or if you don't have anything to say. I think three times a week is like a good sweet spot because you're still getting there. You're still visible, but you're not like overwhelmed trying to come up with 30, 31 pieces of content every single month. You know, you can really just kind of focus on those three pieces and make them really good. With Twitter and Facebook, since mine are still automated with SmarterQ, I post every single day. I mean, I'm not getting the same engagement on Facebook and Twitter because those aren't really my focuses. Instagram and Pinterest are like my social media focuses of choice, but you know, there's still content going out and there's nothing wrong with it being automated if that's not your focus. Because I feel like sometimes people try to do it all, and they're like, I need to focus on all the channels. But you know, if you don't have time to do that, just focus on two or three, and then automate the other one. So it's still still going, it still has content, but you don't really have to worry about it as much.
0: Yeah, I love that piece of advice, because I think sometimes we feel like we have to be in all of the places at all times, and that's just not feasible. So really figuring out what Platforms you love and actually enjoy posting on, and then finding a way to automate the rest of it, or just not being on there for a while. You know, if like for example, I hate Twitter, <laughs> and so I, I've just decided like Twitter's not going to be a place where I hang out. You know, where I worry about posting. But I love Instagram, so I'm you know I'm there all the time, and I love Facebook, so I'm there all the time too. Last question before I let you go is, what's one thing our audience can do this week so that they can become more consistent with posting on their social media channels?
1: I would say just like pick an hour or two to sit down and just crank out some content and then use something like Planoly or SmarterQ to schedule it out to the world so that you are not worrying about it because that's the main hang up is just sitting down and actually doing it. Mm -hmm. So once you sit down and take that time and do it, it's literally so easy to get it into Planoly or SmarterQ or whatever channel you decide to use. There are so many different offerings, both free and paid. So just sit down and do the work, you know, clear your afternoon or something, at least for a couple hours, just because it's so important. Because if you don't put yourself out there, and because you're so busy with clients, what happens if your clients start to fizzle out, then you're going to have to start from scratch. And then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be stressed out because you're not making the same amount of money that you were before because you weren't being visible on social. And of course, social media is not the be all and all, but you need to have a presence there for sure, especially if you're only an online entrepreneur.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So can you tell us about the video that you'll be sharing on uh, productivity hacks for social media?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to be sharing with you guys a SmarterQ training video. So basically kind of showing you how to schedule in Smarter Q, how easy it is, all that stuff. Because I know when people get on a social media scheduler, especially something like Smarter Q, because it kind of does do it all if you want it to, it can be really overwhelming. You're like, oh my God. What <laughs> Like I know when I first got SmarterQ a couple of years ago, it was so overwhelming. I was like, I don't even know what to word again. Like what kind of content am I going to put in here? Like how do I set up the categories? So I'll be showing you guys how to set up the categories, how to post, kind of how to figure out when you should be posting, how to loop your posts, all that stuff. So I'm really excited about that.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And where can we find you on social media?
1: Yeah, so you can find me at confettisocial.com. And then my place I hang out the most on social media is going to be Instagram, which is at Confetti social co.
0: Thanks so much. Of course. Thanks for having me. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away if you enjoyed this episode share it with a friend leave a comment and subscribe remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward you've got this